Hello, welcome to PA Traveler Podcast. As always, I am your host, Kenny Dodson, and we are back for episode number six. Now, I talked in episode five about how I was away for over a year at that point, and uh, this is being recorded six months after that one was recorded. So we're actually a couple years out from when I was talking about in the last episode. Uh, I know for you, the listener, time is going by very quickly. But for us, there's a lot of gaps in between all this stuff. So, um, yeah, yeah, it turns out that I was going to start up again. And then I got COVID and lots of things ensued that were not great. So now we're back. And all thanks to my guest this evening. It is a new fresh face I'm bringing in to be executive producer and just basically the Swiss army knife of everything. It's the yin to my yang. Uh, this is Charlie Dubs, and she is coming on to help the PA Traveler brand and the show and podcast and website that's coming out and everything else you can think of. Yeah. And, (laughs) and then, uh, so without further ado, Charlie Dubs, how you doing? Hi, PA Travelers. Uh, as Kenny just said several times, I am Charlie Dubs. I'm executive producer's the main title, but, um, just helping with everything that I can, how I can, and hopefully we'll get this brand where it needs to be very consistently. And show people where to travel. Yeah. That's kind of the most important part of all of this. (laughs) Yep. All the little places where people would never think to stop. Exactly. And, uh, Charlie's not even a Pennsylvanian herself. So why don't you tell everybody a little about yourself, uh, where you're at and what you're going to be doing in the future nearly. Okay. So I am from Crown Point, Indiana, and their claim to fame is we had the jail that John Dillinger broke out of and he stole the sheriff's car and and left. So didn't he break out of like numerous jails though? Yeah, but that was the one right before he got shot and Uh, killed. Okay. So, all right. Can, like he he took he took the sheriff's car, and they recently somehow found it and like revamped it and rebuilt it, and they drove it back like two weeks ago. It was crazy. It was all over like the local news. My mom sent me a link and everything. But yeah, so I'm from Crown Point, Indiana, and met my husband there. We were he's from Pennsylvania. He's from the Altoona area. He's one of my best so, friends. Yes, yes, definitely. We should probably know Kenny that. is, yeah. So my husband and Kenny are best friends going back from their volleyball days at uh, Penn State Altoona. And Kenny is, well, he was best man, one of the best men in our wedding. And he's also the godfather of our youngest child. So kind of know Kenny pretty well. <laughs> um, so Crown Point moved down as of right now, we are in um, the Huntsville, Alabama area, and hopefully moving to the Pittsburgh area very shortly, like within a month or two. So, yay. relocation, yay! And that's how all this came <laughs> yeah. about. We were discussing her moving, and uh, I threw out the idea of, you know, everything we're doing here, and she jumped on board. So, welcome aboard, Charlie. Thanks. And thank you for being happy to with be us. here. <laughs> um, now, it, 
we weren't sure what exactly to talk about. We wanted to introduce her and everything like that. And then we were, we were discussing like, well, can't really talk too much about Pennsylvania and things like that. So we realized, you know, no one really knows anything about me at all <laughs> in all of this. <laughs> I'm just the guy that like puts captions on social media posts. And I'm like, hey, guys, I'm here. Uh, You're and, a mystery. Yeah. And, and I'm uh, <laughs> podcasting and other stuff like that. But we never really talk too much about, you know, an ask me anything type ordeal. So Charlie came up with the idea that maybe we should do an ask me anything for her first uh, hurrah here. Hurrah. <laughs> so the first question I have written down is in what states besides Pennsylvania have you lived in? Me? Yeah. You're asking me? Well, they just heard mine. I've been in I've been in Indiana and Alabama. Now it's your turn. Okay. Well, I have lived in numerous. Um, I've lived in North Carolina twice, basically. I work. Uh I lived in New York City. I've lived in Los Angeles. California. I've lived in <laughs> I've lived in Texas. I've lived in Florida. 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 And uh, <laughs> a couple of different places in, in um, Pennsylvania so far. Okay, so six total. Yep. I've been to numerous, oh, though. Like, I've been to way more, if, if you count, like, just being in states, driving through states, all that stuff. I've been... I count. I, I've been to way over half of them. Oh, that's awesome. My favorite of which... I used to have... I think we used to have like a running tally of all the places we would go camping. Yeah, my favorite when I was when I was younger. My favorite of which outside of Pennsylvania uh, is Maine. Oh, okay, yeah. Because nothing feels so like Maine. It's gorgeous there. Yeah, it very much is. Like, there's a reason all the Stephen King movies are shot there. It get, it, it has this <laughs> ambiance, this like haunting ambiance, with you know, and and the. Uh, the jagged rock and the water hitting it and you know it's it's cold water it's not really that warm up there uh, and, and oh, it just okay. gives you this like i don't know the mist in the air and evening times and stuff it's like every you know movie you've ever seen pretty much <laughs> it, it's its own well, character since, since you brought up maine we did a poll on instagram a couple weeks back and asked for questions from followers and my friend, Justin, actually lives in Maine, and he asked, it, at Justin LeBlanc, asked, why is it when I drive from Maine to Ohio, I always get excited about what great time I'm making, and then I hit PA, and I'm still in PA, like for days. That's so weird to me. <laughs> and, and the reason being is, like, do you know the famous saying about Texas? Uh, yeah, you could drive well, for hours the, and you get nowhere. The sun has risen, the sun has set. We ain't out of Texas yet. Mm-hmm. That's the saying. It's a big well, people compare that. They they say similar things to Pennsylvania, and I don't get it. You know, it's well, it's I, only like six hours I, across. It is. Yeah. Although that probably and is a lot for a state, typically, because <laughs> from the top to the bottom, it's not really that long. It's yeah, it's like squat, right? Short, short and fat. Whereas Indiana's skinny but long right so i guess it's equally different but i don't know i that always was weird to me because i don't know if you know this but 
we are 33rd in size. I think last time I looked it up. So like by land area, we're not a big state. We're not even the top 50% in that case. Um, But Mm -hmm. we're sixth in population, which is a very, it's very peculiar how it's laid out. It's like all the other states, I've listed (laughs) six states and none of them had a similar type of layout as Pennsylvania. We, We have all these little clusters, right? And, you know, we have these... 30,000 to 50,000 people, cities and all that stuff. And there aren't too many like one stoplight towns. You hear about that in all different, you know, places in America. Everybody knows everybody. And we only have one stoplight in the whole town or one stop sign. You know, you, you think of that, I don't know, typical small town America story. But yeah, there aren't too many places that I would talk about in Pennsylvania that are really like that, you know? I'm trying to think the town we drove through on our way back from Martinsburg last time. It was real small. I can't remember the name of it, but it was like just a tiny little main street. And then you had a sheets Mm -hmm. and like, there's a lot of towns like that. Yeah. But they also have like, but I don't consider those towns really. Well, and that's the thing. Cause in Pennsylvania you have boroughs too, Mm. which you think of borough, you think of like New York. Well, we actually don't have any. We, we have one town in all of Pennsylvania. I think that's, that's true. Everything else is a borough or a city. That's crazy. I have to, that's weird. I'm going to have to look that's that really up. Weird. But I swear that's <laughs> something that I read before. If, if that's wrong, leave it, it in though. the comments and roast me, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> you have the metro area of Pittsburgh and Philly on either end. And there's not a whole lot in the middle. Like you have Altoona. Well, it's the only state that I've been to that has like, if you look at a map at nighttime, they like NASA and stuff, they've done maps of showing the lights at night. And you Mm -hmm. look at Pennsylvania and it's like clusters, right? Of lights here, 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 here. And then there's nothing Right. Yeah. There, there are big, huge black holes in the state. And which, you know, when I first heard about Cherry Springs State Park, um, that that's one of the best places to stargaze in all the country mm-hmm. because it has the least amount of, of light pollution in the whole country. And I was like, how is that possible? We have huh. two huge cities nearby. New York's relatively close. Like that stuff carries. Right. But no, up in the wilds. You can see the northern lights from there and the entire Milky Way galaxy. So that's an episode. Yeah, for sure. For <laughs> a future episode. For sure. But it just goes to show like how remote places are. So we're sixth in population, but where are they? Right. And they're yeah. all in these little clusters, like even small boroughs, like a lot of them have over a thousand people. So right, we just which is... banded together at some point and said, you know what, wilderness, you stay. <laughs> we, you, <laughs> we'll just grow around you. Uh, yeah, we we have so many state forests; it's ridiculous. Oh my goodness! Okay, so we mentioned volleyball. Mm-hmm. You know, you you and my husband met playing volleyball. Are there any other sports besides volleyball that you play and play well? That I play and play well. Hmm. Um. Well. There's Warshers. Does Warshers count? Which 
I did not know what that was until maybe a year ago when my husband brought me the plans for one and he's like, Hey, do you want me to make you this? And I'm like, I don't even know what this is. Okay. So a lot of people will know what washers are, uh, in Pennsylvania. They'll see them at tailgating parties for the Eagle Steelers, Penn state, whatever. But my family has a spin on it where it's a larger board and bigger holes and bigger washers. And we call them washers. And I am going to get this to take off in the state. There's going to be washer tournament, PA Traveler washer tournaments all over the place. You wait. You wait, everyone. But uh, in saying that, nobody else had heard of it in the way that we do. And we actually have this gigantic uh, tournament every single year at at uh, various locations. And in the summertime, uh, obviously not in this last year, but it's I don't know. It's really interesting. And I'm pretty good but at how, it. How do you play? Like, what? what is it? For people that have no idea what you're talking about. Okay. So, um, washers. It's washers, of course. And we, we mentioned things that we say in Central PA. And that's that's yeah. one of them we didn't mention was wash for wash. There's a lot of places in the country that do that also. Like, down here, people say that. I just... They say wash okay, there, too? You're they say Warsh in the South. Oh, yes. Okay. Well, there you- from Kentucky down. Yes. Yes. Well, yeah. anyway, it's a board that has uh, a one, a hole for one, for three, and for five. And the goal is to get it to 21 exactly. Okay. And uh, our family has kind of tweaked the rules slightly to make it more interesting. So it's probably not. There's always house rules. Yeah, there is a house rules with washers. So that's why I can't say it's like washers because it's totally, it's just we've tweaked the game. Uh, and it's a lot more like there's more um, in, in washers. You throw it to try to make it like land in the hole. For ours, okay. it's laid out so that you can slide it almost like oh. shuffleboard. So like bags. When you play cornhole, uh, you can get it to slide and knock something kinda, off. Kind of, but it's flat instead of being elevated like cornhole is. But yeah, okay. same same principle. And some people, they go for the swoosh and other people, they're, they're sliders. And I think sliding is more <laughs> effective typically. So yeah, that, that game okay. is going to take off after we get our show going. <laughs> okay, so what what sports do you fun like religiously? Hockey. Hockey. What about Hockey. football? Yes, football. But if okay. I had to choose, like people give me that option, like you had to choose pens or Steelers and you can only watch one for the rest of your life. What would it be? And I'm like, pens, easy. Pens, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, I love football, but I don't know. There's something about hockey that I just love more. So we, going back to the Instagram stories, we've been trying to be more active on there and we polled everybody that would felt they wanted to answer 75% of our followers voted for the Steelers versus 25% for the Eagles, 27% for the Flyers, 73% for the Pens, 65% for the, for the Pirates, 35% for the Phillies and 76% for Penn state and 24% for Pitt. So it looks like we have more, Pittsburgh fans than Philly. Well, we kind of addressed that uh, on the episode one. I think that is true. 
the popularity of the Steelers has kind of shot up and Sidney Crosby and, you know, the the Stanley Cups and everything got a lot of fair weather young kids, <laughs> you know, that that they just kind of stayed Penguins fans as they grew up. So I'm not really surprised with that, but who knows? I mean, our followers, we might just have that those people for whatever reason right now. Right. I don't know how many Phillyites, Phillyans, Philadelphians. I should know this. Philadelphians sounds right. Yeah, but I, I don't think that's know. right. <laughs> Phillyites. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, <laughs> I'll learn all this terminology. I haven't been back in the state too awful long, so <laughs> I got to get my. Did legs. you say too awful long? Yeah. Why? That's gonna be another. PA term that, that I have to those? get used to. Oh. I guess. All right. Okay, here's just a random weird question. Allergies aside, <laughs> if you could only eat one thing for the rest of your life, what would it be? And how long would it take for you to hate it? Well, I can answer the second part really easy. I'm a creature of habit. So there was like four years that I ate chicken for lunch every single day. Oh, just because like I had no desire to change. That's kind of one of the things that like traveling around is going to do for me is help me get out of my comfort zone like that. It's like I go, I typically go to restaurants and order the same stuff, you know? Are you a chicken nuggets person? Like uh, give me all the chicken strips. Yeah. Chicken strips. That That's a big thing for me. Well, to be able to say who has the but best chicken strips, that's kind of important. It, it wouldn't be chicken strips, though. I don't think so. Um, are sweets acceptable? Yeah, any, 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 whatever. Hmm. You know what I could eat any day of the Cheesecake. week? Cheesecake. Yes, cheesecake. <laughs> How did you know that? We had a cheesecake talk, and I do have a question on here that says, what is your favorite dessert and why is it cheesecake? I guess <laughs> I could cross that one off. <laughs> well, I guess you already knew the answer to that. But if I had to have like a second, like a savory thing, it would be um, crab legs. Oh, okay. And butter. <laughs> yeah, I've, like I've been doing, butter. I mean, I've been doing less butter recently. I've been doing more plant butter, which tastes very mm -hmm. similar, but yeah, oh, we'll, definitely. we'll just see what, uh, <laughs> what situation I'm in. Am I on a desert Island where I have to worry about lactose intolerance or anything? Well, like that's that? why I said allergies <laughs> aside, you get to pick whatever you want. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Then real butter for sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What book has impacted you the most? Like reading? <laughs> Do you, you read? Are you talking about reading? Yeah. Um, what do you get beat with books? What's no, going on here? No. I mean, at this point, <laughs> it would probably be travel books. Mm -hmm. um, I, I really got into, um, you know, like weird Pennsylvania. Yeah. And, and I started and I was learning all the stories because all of the, you know, I enjoy like the ghost stories and you know, local folklore and all that stuff. And I thought that was really interesting. And I got weird Pennsylvania while I was in other states living. Oh, okay. And I was like, oh, when I go home, maybe I should explore, you know, some of these places. Because uh, a, a thing about me is that I never explored PA. 
I never explored anywhere remotely near me. Like I would go to state college and watch some Penn State games and then come home. Like I never, I never actually like messed around anywhere, uh, especially because I couldn't drive for a lot of my formative years. I think we'll we'll be talking about that later, right? But well, um, since you bring it up, we could bridge into that now. Uh, yeah, but <laughs> let me just finish about so weird Pennsylvania. I started learning about other places, you know, in PA, in remote right. areas, and other places. I was like, I never heard of that. I never heard of that place. And then I started you know, looking more at like travel blogs and other stuff. And I started getting into the travel thing. So that's kind of, I would say that's the most important to where I'm at now. Okay. That's good to know. All right. So in, I believe it's episode four, you talked about how you have epilepsy, Mm -hmm. which ties into you not being able to drive. So do you want to just bring some awareness to your type of uh, epilepsy so people can kind of know. Sure. Um, what if they see me out and I'm like, ah, uh, at no, the, just at the restaurant case, like, or something. Oh, okay. Cause it's, but it's not a normal, like the, the standard type. No, correct? mine it's, is a very different. No, mine's a very weird one. Um, yeah. You know, you, you hear about people and I'm very lucky. I will say this. Um, you know, I'm not, it's not lucky that I got it, but it's lucky that I have the one that I have. Um, I started having seizures when I was 15 mm-hmm. and, um, I was playing volleyball and I was running up to the net. I was a setter. So, you know, I'm running up and then I'd look up into the lights to set the ball. And, um, at Altoona high, we had these intramural lines that crisscrossed and they're all different colors. And oh. yeah. And when I would go from looking at the floor to this, to the lights, it would send, um, flashing lights in my right eye. And wow. Yeah. And, um, people who are out there listening right now have probably had those before. Um, they're called a complex migraine. I didn't know that Mm -hmm. at the time. I'm just like, um, you know, I'm seeing flashing lights. Yeah. I just see the stuff. My my dad was at practice with me and, uh, and I was like, dad, I don't, I don't know what's going on. I'm like seeing these flashing lights. And he's like, what are you talking about? Obviously no one can, no one outside of me can see these things. Um, right. So I started going blind in the, that eye. Wow. Um, not like I couldn't see anything, but it was all white and flashy. Like I couldn't see through the white and flashiness. Then I mean, my, that's terribly scary for a, a teenager. Well, for a first time. Yeah. And, and my body started shaking um and then i'm like i don't know what's going on and then i collapsed and he was there and he caught me luckily or that could have been really bad Bad. if i would have hit my head um so yeah that was the first of um a bunch that i had and you know as a 15 year old when you're looking forward to driving and other stuff around the corner and all that stuff and you have to deal with something like that that the doctors didn't even know what to call it um, because it's a complex migraine that causes a grand mal seizure. Oh, wow. So it's easy to know what convulsing is. You know, that's a seizure, duh. You know, but like the the why was the big one. And uh, and luckily my doctor uh, in Pittsburgh figured it all out. And But it took me several medications to get it under control and everything. Um. So I wasn't, I couldn't drive until I was 17. And oh, wow. 
you know, I had a car. The funny thing was my pap gave me a car because he got a new car and it was paid off. And he's just like, here, um, you can have this one. It was a, <laughs> it was a Buick Century. So like oh, this nice. young teenager is driving around this big like car that's, Boat. you know, typically for uh, elderly folks. Um, <laughs> and, and, but I loved that car. I love driving it and everything. But it, yeah, my, my friends would drive it for me. And I would vicariously like live it in the seat, you know, like I was driving it, but I couldn't. So yeah, that was a scary time. But, you know, there are two things that I take away from it. And it's that it's the best thing that's ever happened to me. I know people will be like, they're always like, why, (laughs) you know, Uh, why? And, you know, I used to not really have any problems or anything like that. I was like really good at sports. So I was always kind of top tier and like, you know, I was always at the, the top of the, the kids in the gym class and whatever. And I uh, started varsity. I, I basically made the, the volleyball team when I was in eighth grade, but I wasn't eligible to play. So I had to be a manager, but I practiced with the varsity. Um, oh, wow. So so when I, I was old enough, I just stepped right into varsity. So, um, you know, I, I thought I was better than people. I did. <laughs> I really did. And uh, And once that all started happening, I looked around the world and I was like, man, a lot of people have problems, <laughs> you know, and, and I'm no different from them. And it just made me way more empathetic. And, you know, I, I'm definitely better off for that happening. Uh, if I would have continued being, oh, I'm all high and mighty and better than everybody else. You know, I, I don't think I would like who I could have been today if it wasn't for the seizures. Um, but I am very lucky because I have a warning that headache, that, that flashing lights, it gives me mm-hmm. time, about 30 to 40 seconds to lay down and oh, okay. and have my seizure. Most people just pass out. There are sleeping seizures where they'll just fall asleep instantly. Oh, wow. The, and there are other ones uh, called a walking seizure where you're walking around, basically sleepwalking, but you ain't mm-hmm. home. You're not there. So oh, people boy. will like make food and like do other stuff and or go out in like traffic and not even know they're doing it because they're on autopilot at that point you know and those happen without warning uh i know some kids get like weird things like they'll they'll start like not growling but like kind of making a noise or something and you like you know it's coming but right you know i if i had to have any type obviously i wouldn't want the uh grand mall type because Whenever you have seizures like that, you're out of commission for like the next day and a half. Like I, oh, wow. it's every muscle in your body spasming at once, multiple times, and it's basically like you worked out every part of your body. So it's it's uh, it's rough. definitely not fun. But like people will have to carry me out to the car and stuff, like because my legs just wouldn't work and whatever. But after a while, you kind of get used to it and you realize I got to take my medication at this time. And, you know, it makes right. you grow up fast. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I had to grow up too fast for a 15 year old, I think. But whatever. It happens. So when was your last seizure? When I was 17. <laughs> basic, oh, so it's very, basically, very well basically half my life ago at this point. I'm 33 and now. how... How did the, how, how do they feel? Like, I know you said you get the flashes of light mm-hmm. and you have a very small window to lay down, but how does it, how, how do you physically feel when you have one? Oh, I don't. 
Oh, I pass out. Um, oh, you do. You lose okay. conscious. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I start feeling the tremors, and then I I wake up. Oh, so you just hear from everybody else what happened? Pretty much, yeah. And I actually uh. I actually gave several of my friends nightmares from seeing it because it looked like something out of a horror Oof. film, you know. But and nobody knew. Well, I'm sure it's not pleasant. Nobody but... knew what was going on, so yeah, they they were just like they weren't prepared to see convulsing and that... and their friend in you know trouble right that they didn't know what it was okay so do you have any lighter can topics? you hula hoop do you have any lighter topics <laughs> can you hula hoop uh no i've tried before i don't have the hip action <laughs> i think that, that's the problem i i could never get my hips to go in the right manner direction <laughs> I, i've never been like a terrible dancer though so i don't know why but yeah i i have trouble with like foot coordination Coordination. yeah like like well i can i can actually to hearken back to what you were saying um i've been doing soccer with my daughter and i'm actually like pretty good at it i've always been pretty good at soccer i just never like tried to do it you know and but when it comes to actual like doing ladders and stuff like foot agility ladders yeah oh man i would trip all over (laughs) myself in gym class and everybody would laugh at me but i deserved it because I would fall and stuff. <laughs> so, That's funny. Laughing, so, laughing so in jest, like, not cruelty. Yeah. Can you skate then? Like ice or roller skate? Yeah. Or is that too much? Yeah. You can. I can't stop though. Oh boy. I don't, I don't go that often <laughs> because I can't stop. I, I like, where's the wall? You know? Um, <laughs> and no, I just, no one ever taught me. Uh, and I tried skating backwards once tr- attempting to moonwalk but on skates and it's not the same. Wow. Not that I'm <laughs> very crash and burn. Not that I'm very good at moonwalking. No, I just didn't go anywhere. I gotcha. <laughs> I, just, I just stayed still. Man, I wish I could have seen that. I just stayed still and everyone's <laughs> like, are you going to move or are you just going to stand there? You're like, I'm not moving. Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah. No, I've always wanted to do that thing where, you know, they throw snow. You know, when people uh, throw snow at a goalie, sometimes they stop. And their skates go at an angle and it kicks up ice. Yes. I've always wanted to do yes. that because that means I'd be able to stop. <laughs> so. <laughs> okay. So if you could live in another time period, which would you choose? And would it be in Pennsylvania or somewhere else? That's a good question. It would be in Pennsylvania. Okay. And I want to go back to... The 50s. Why? Because Altoona had like a whole trolley system and things in its downtown. And it had um, like Frank Sinatra would play there and people, they would have stops along uh, vaudeville. Oh, wow. Stuff like that. Um, And that's, there's a very rich history um, of downtown Altoona that I would love to just transport back and see. Just a day. That's incredible. Probably not to live just w- because you're breathing in a lot of asbestos down there. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't know too much about like lead paint and safety uh, with trains back then. So Or with houses. I think, what does it say? The 70s is when they started switching over from lead paint. Yeah. You've just signed the disclosures when you buy a house. Because they just threw up houses all over the place. Um, 
and oh and right next to each other. So it probably wasn't the safest environment back then. <laughs> but yeah, I would love to see like, you know, Frank Sinatra would come down on purpose. Th- that's I like how you're like on purpose. That's something. Yeah, well, he actually came here. I'm just saying they, they didn't just like, you know, they didn't just pit stop on the way to New York or something. They there was a destination for the the most influential people back then. I oh. thought that was pretty cool and I, I would really like to see that. All right. Well, since you were talking about Frank Sinatra and he's a celebrity, who was your first celebrity crush? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I honestly don't know. Oh man. Oh. Okay. Wait. Oh. Yes, I do. Um Okay. It was definitely Britney Spears. Oh, nice. And Perfect. I, I'm not ashamed. Actually, I am ashamed, but yeah, the first couple <laughs> CDs I ever owned was like Britney Spears and Destiny's Child and other pop, you know, really I mean, that really was really good things. music. Still listen to that stuff. I listen to it for nostalgia when it comes on, but not on purpose. <laughs> I can't stand Britney Spears' voice, how it's all nasally and stuff. But back, it's okay. But back then, I I cared more about <laughs> what she looked like than <laughs> than that. Yeah, I was probably like, so how how old would I have been when that came out? So like two thousand. Well, I'd have been in sixth no, grade. I don't know. That's a good. I remember Y2K was happening around sixth grade. That's all I remember. We should look into that. (laughs) No, we shouldn't. Okay. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Not at all. Yeah, We don't want to date ourselves any more than we already have. Yeah. When I hit 30, that was a, that was a weird day for me. I was just like, I'm on the other side of the twenties. Huh? I was so excited I made it to 30. Oh, man. That's how I feel every every single birthday. I'm like, yes, I made it another year. <laughs> why? <laughs> what, Just why because. Are you, did you have like well, a, now a curse with, put upon you that you're... <laughs> I mean, some days it seems like that. But, you know, when you have immunocompromised everything... right. You're just happy to get up in the morning. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. So would you ever get a tattoo? Yes. Of? Uh, a lyric from a song. Are that, you going to go into like. more detail? Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, by the the ghost inside and it's called uh, Phoenix Flame. And okay. it's it's about like rebirth, you know, and you know, uh, and coming out better on the other side of things. Um, the lyric is, uh, this is how it is. We fall, we mend, burn and start again, rebuild, forget. And that's it. Yeah. That's all you would want though. Just the lyrics. No, I mean, nothing. No, but it's, it's always a reminder (laughs) if I'm kind of down, I listen to that song and go, Oh, it will be better. You know? So are you in the camp of people should really think hard about the tattoos they get and they should have meaning or let them get what they want? I mean, kind of thing. I mean, let them get what they want. 
<laughs> there should be no restrictions upon people of getting tattoos, but, uh, you know, whatever makes them happy. But I mean, for me, I, I like it more when I go, Hey, what's that about? And they tell me, and it's something meaningful versus like, I love hearing people's oh, tattoo I just stories. It. I just liked it. And I'm like, okay, cool. What I hate is when they're ugly and they liked it and there's no meaning. <laughs> and I'm like, that's, that's like uh, the entire state. I'm like, oh, that's the ugliest tattoo I've ever seen. What's the story of that? And they're like, no, oh, I just liked it. And I'm oh, like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's for my kid. And you're like, oh, that's, that's fantastic. <laughs> so I, As you're smiling. It's my favorite like tattoo ever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what is your favorite way right now to exercise? Because I know you work out a little bit and try to stay in shape. Did you do this question on purpose? (laughs) No. Do I have to talk about it? No, you could just say in general, like you like to do videos or. So, um, yeah, I've always been into like kind of the, the beach body, like P90X and all that stuff. Um, Hmm. Things. And then I started getting into like more yoga type. Like I started doing the yoga workouts from um, P90X and I really dug it. I don't know why. There's something about like working out without working out. <laughs> you yeah, know what I oh, mean? Definitely. Like it doesn't feel minimal. It doesn't feel like work, but it really is. And it's like way harder than just lifting weights. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started getting into that. And then, you know, I've tried some of the other things that aren't typically marketed towards men. One of which being a uh, bar blend. I've been doing bar blend. And okay. And for anyone that doesn't know what bar is. Bar is like. Um, ballet. Ballet. Yeah. It's the, yeah. the things that people hold on to that you see in like movies and stuff in ballet. It's they, literally they the hold bar. On to it. Yeah. It's the bar. <laughs> um, you do it with like a chair though in your own home. And um, it really works muscles that I've never even knew I had like certain hip muscles and things and my hips for some reason for all these years sitting in front of like computer screens editing and stuff like my hips are trash straight (laughs) trash and um that that's really helped so far but i'm halfway through it and i've lost like over 10 pounds now so that's awesome someday we'll post before and after pictures hopefully hopefully as inspiration (laughs) Um, we'll see what comes out the other end though. Okay. So what is your favorite holiday? Halloween. And do you have like a specific thing you guys make on Halloween, like a dish or anything like that? Um, not particularly. I mean, we always make like Buffalo chicken dip for parties and stuff. Oh, cool. You wouldn't believe how many people don't know what Buffalo chicken dip is. Really? Like in any other state we've been to, every time we had people over, yeah, we'd have buffalo chicken dip, and they're like, "What's that?" Very, very strange. (laughs) Do they? But do they know what buffalo chicken is? Well, yeah, hot wings, duh. Okay, then how do you not know (laughs) that you take the chicken and you put it in like a creamy, like cheese? (laughs) I don't, I don't know. That that was always beyond me. I'm like, how do you not know what that is? But there's there's a lot of like Pennsylvania like party potluck dishes out there that people have never heard of which i have started asking people for their pa recipes 
maybe we'll do something special one day and yes, if you cook up some of them. If you guys uh, ever see any of our stories or questions or anything, be sure to answer. Cause, or just want to tell us. Yeah, because they'll appear <laughs> on here. Hopefully, you guys have liked, you know, the podcast episodes you've heard so far and would like more of them. So if you're going to keep listening, hopefully you can hear some something you influenced. That was my plug. Okay. <laughs> so at Mary Joy Greg on Instagram asked oldest forest in PA. And I actually looked it up. So if you don't know it, I have it written down. Um, it's in the Allegheny National Forest, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's called the Old Growth Forest, yes. and it's tucked away on two thousand acres. Right, it's in, it's a very in big there. thing, but isn't it like um, over six hundred years old? What I read, and I'm sure you're right, but what I read, what they dated specifically, um, were American beech trees that date back four hundred years. So I'm sure at this point it might be more than that. Hmm. I think I've looked that up and it said like with the oldest being 600, but maybe not. That was a long time ago that I read that statistic. (laughs) I wish I would have known that question was coming. So I would have made sure all my facts were straight, but you looked it up. So that's good. You told me not to, not to tell you stuff. You did. I wanted to be off the cuff (laughs) on these. All right. Favorite TV show or movie that you put on to just zone out? Um, I mean, The Office typically is a good zone out show. That's fantastic. Because, uh, I mean, half the time you've already seen it. So you're just kind of like, <laughs> and that's it. You know, it's like you, you have chuckle. Or you like, right, you have chuckle and you like kind of repeat the, repeat the jokes like, oh, yeah, okay. Save Bandit. <laughs> and it's just interesting enough that like, you know, there's so many episodes that you forget about all of them, especially in the yes. like seven, eight season range where they had like James Spader and all that stuff. And it's harder. He remember. was. <laughs> See, those are my least favorite ones. I didn't like his little <laughs> monologues, his little tirades, but a lot of people. I do. thought he was just creepy enough yeah, that he, was creepy. he made me want to see more of him. Yeah. He was a good Ultron for that reason. It's like you. Oh, he was. Excellent. It's like they were writing it, and they're like, "I need someone who can monologue," and that's him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. What's the best compliment you've ever received? <laughs> um, I don't know. People compliment my hair sometimes. Okay. That's nice. All right. But one time. I, I, uh, we were changing in the, uh, locker room. Uh, oh, is this, and do people need to turn this off for a second? Like, no, no, no. And this kid, uh, I, I took off my shirt and he goes, Hey man, nice abs. And I was like, Oh, thanks bro. <laughs> and yeah, that was it. Looks so weird. Well, he worked out his abs a lot and he just, oh. it, it was actually like saying like, nice, like being supportive. Nothing weird. Right. I gotcha. Well, that was nice. So. Okay. If money, money was not an issue, what is your dream vacation? You know, I've never wanted to go out of the country ever. Really? Is that weird? 
I don't know that that's weird. People like different things. Well, okay, that's not completely true. I want to see the uh, castles in Scotland and Ireland. Okay, that's cool. I want to go to Loch Ness. Like, so I guess that that would be my dream vacation if uh, I ever had the time and money, I guess, would be that. But I I really want to just drive the country more. But at this point, I really want to just drive Pennsylvania. Right. We just, we just want to cover PA at this point. Yeah. That's I it. I just want to see all of PA because I've never seen any of it practically. Well, that kind of segues into at Explore Pennsylvania from Instagram asked, what is your favorite rural-ish county to explore? Rural-ish county. County. Hmm. All of them? <laughs> yeah, I mean... I really like how the state is up near pretty much anything along um, Route 6 is really cool. There's a lot of good stuff going on up there. Um, You have like Wellsboro, Cowdersport, uh, Bradford, all those things. And we drove from Erie to... uh, I don't even remember where we were going. But (laughs) but we, we drove from Erie and we went across Route 6. And it's just gorgeous up there. Um, a lot of, a lot of it has uh, no cell phone or anything. So, oh my gosh, I know. Yeah. But that's when where Kinzua bridge is, is up that way. And, oh, I want to see that so bad after those pictures. Like you could see the the pictures on my Instagram and Facebook and stuff. But yeah, we, we had a good time up there. I really want to go back. I I didn't know, like that's right after we moved back and I wasn't really doing travel stuff yet. So I didn't know that, you know. I would want to know more about it, but I did after <laughs> I came back home. So, yeah. See, and that's that's why this resource that we're creating is so important so, to get people thinking about places that they would never, ever in a million years think, oh, yeah, I guess I should want to go there. Yeah, but it's like... Just to spark that. Well, I used to be, well, I could go to the woods here, you know, in in our backyard in Altoona. Why would I need to go anywhere else? <laughs> It's all woods. It's all green. And it's like, I mean, theoretically, to an extent, yes, there's a lot of woods, but you start learning about all the different things. Like if you hike this far in, you'll see this waterfall and like there's tons of stuff out there. So we're definitely going to harness all of that and and report it (laughs) to everybody. Well, you brought up waterfalls. Mm -hmm. So. One of my questions here is what sound or noise do you love? Like a nature sound, like the waterfall, the water rushing or laughter of children or anything like that. Wait, what? <laughs> Some people say they love How does love nature to have to laugh. do with the laugh of children? No, I just it's your favorite sound. Oh, period. Whether it's like something natural oh, okay. or um I, ASMR. I love thunderstorms. <laughs> okay. That's awesome. Yeah. Thunderstorms with some rain. Like I used to put nature sounds on, um, like storm sounds to go to sleep. Like to go to sleep. Yeah. Oh, I, I can't have any silence. Silence gives me nightmares. Always. It doesn't matter. See, what- I used to be, I used to be like, I need it quiet. I need it as dark as it could be. Now, if I don't have the TV just on, mm-hmm. it's, it's too quiet yeah I, I don't know why but it's always triggered nightmares for me oh that's weird i'm like anti-silence okay. have you ever like what <laughs> like 
been in the house alone and it's I'm always alone. Yeah, but like you have pets and stuff, but it's just been so it was just so quiet, nothing was happening. So quiet where yes. do you, are you familiar with that like ringing in your ear? Oh yeah. When it's dead silent, your brain is trying to like fill in the gaps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I hear that ringing, that freaks me out. It like makes me really I thought on it was edge. Just weird. Just, no, I, I'm just like, you wait for the first sound. What's the first sound? It's going to happen. <laughs> and uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so that's my lack of sound is my least favorite sound. Okay. That's good. So what's your favorite and least favorite color and why? I've always been partial to different shades of green. One of, is that because you live in PA and green is everywhere? Um, no, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, I liked wearing green shirts. Like, I, I feel like they <laughs> go with my complexion and hair color and stuff. But because um, like two of my favorite shirts have been green. So I, I guess I just gravitated towards that. But uh, one thing about green that I like is my eyes. Um, did you, It picks it up. No, no, no. I have green eyes, straight green, Okay. which only oh, yeah. 2% of the world has that. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, mine are, mine are, there's the ring of blue and then there's green and then there's brown in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. So you'll have that like multicolored or whatever with green mixed in, but just in there, green yeah. is the rarest eye color aside from like when people have like leakages in their you know, they get like uh. red, red eyes or whatever, like blood vessels are broken in their eyes or whatever. So people can oh, have goodness. like violet and and red eyes. But aside from well, but those are like rare things like this is actual regular old genetics and regular old genetics. Green is the, the most rare on Earth. So I thought that does was anyone cool. else in your family have green eyes? Just straight green. Yeah. Every generation has at least one or one. two. Which now, is very do weird. Do either of your kids a, have green eyes? Um, not so far. Oh, okay. My oldest daughter did, but they became hazel. Oh, that's a really pretty color, though, too. Yeah, yeah, but I'm keeping my most unique award. <laughs> 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 so I don't know for that for those reasons. I've always liked green things. Interesting. And that's so, also why I want to go to Scotland and Ireland because they're all green. <laughs> So call me crazy, but yeah. Well, we'll call you crazy for other reasons. Oh, every reason. Does does peanut butter go on the top or bottom of a peanut butter and jelly? What do you think? I could tell you what my husband does. <laughs> what does he think? He legit puts it on both sides. And then puts a little bit of, yeah, that's your friend. What? <laughs> yeah, both he sides loves and butter. then... Both sides. But he loves my peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, and I don't make them that oh, way. He's, he's never going to turn it down. You know why he loves mine? I have no idea. Because I put a smiley face in them. I poke two holes, and then I wash my hands first. I always <laughs> wash my hands. I'm very careful with that stuff. Uh, <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> I never just use dirty hands to make my friends food. But anyway. Ew. Uh, <laughs> but... um. Yeah, it makes it taste better. You can taste the love. Okay. The motherly love. What's your favorite? But to answer your question, (laughs) um, it goes on top. 
okay, so you just put it on one side or the other, and then you flip it over and yeah, make sure the peanut the butter's bottom, on top. Because when you bite into it, you get you don't want the peanut butter blocking the jelly on your tongue. Hmm. Because then you're losing out on all the good sweet stuff. I guess. What is your favorite jelly or preserve or whatever? Strawberry preserves. Okay. Yep. Wait. Preserves? Yeah. Why? <laughs> Preserve. No. <laughs> preserves. No. Oh my goodness. I'm preserving history. Yeah. Or you preserve it? No. Yeah. Well, you're going to have to learn to talk like us. Oh, trust me. It'll come very quickly. <laughs> well, I mean, that's true. I still say North Carolina <laughs> to this day. And I lived there like 2011. So, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, it just sticks with you some things. So, I, I guess a really big question is, why did you drop the word the from PA Traveler. Like it used to be the PA Traveler. Yeah, I never did talk about that, did I? No. So that's why I'm asking. Okay, so I said that it was um I, I said that my friend Dart, shout out again, uh said, <laughs> hey, drop the the. And I made a joke about the Justin Timberlake thing in the Facebook movie, Social Network. Yep. And he's like, hey, drop the the from Facebook. So it made me realize because like I I watch a lot of travel shows in preparation, you know, and just seeing what they all do and their different angles and whatever and to form my own. And it just seems like it's always about the host, right? Yeah. And I didn't want that to be us. I didn't want it to be about me because I'm just the the schmuck. <laughs> who's going around the state who has never been there. I'm not the expert. I'm not the, uh, like, Hey everybody, let me tell you the entire history of this whole place. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to find the people who can tell the history and they will tell it. Right. You know, I'm learning, like you're, I'm learning with you. I am a PA traveler too. So right. you're I always learning. Yeah. So saying the PA traveler, like it makes it too much about me. And I didn't think that at first. Um, but then he pointed out and I was like, <laughs> Oh yeah, I should drop the the, but he didn't really say the the why. He just said it sounds better or whatever. And then I was like, well, no, it makes more sense deeper. It makes more sense. A, a deeper yeah. meaning, you know. It's like so if anybody you know uh, gets a sticker that we're gonna make or something and puts it on their car, it's to say that they are a PA traveler, not right. not like I'm a fan of the PA traveler. <laughs> like who's that? Um, unfortunately, that I got all the handles when I did. And it was mostly the PA Traveler because all my social media handles were the PA Traveler because I just couldn't mm -hmm. get anything else at the time and still can't. Right. So, um, yeah, that was that was a fun day. Oh, check them out. See if they're still available. They are not. Yeah. Well, th they weren't <laughs> at the time either. So uh, even after I dropped the the, I couldn't get them. So I kept them consistent. All the socials are the PA Traveler, everyone. Okay. Yes. Plug over. Since starting PA Traveler to today, mm -hmm. how has your opinion of Pennsylvania changed? I know you kind of touched on that a little bit ago saying how, oh, yeah, my whole backyard's green. Like, what do I need to go somewhere else for? Mm -hmm. There's just so how much, has your... There's so much more to do, especially in places that you wouldn't think there's things to do. Honestly, okay. like there's a lot of remote stuff 
that is worth going to check out and worth the drive or the hike or whatever. But I don't want to focus too much on the hiking stuff. There's a lot of towns that have cool little museums and stuff like that. Like there's a, there's a small town and I can't remember exactly where it is at the moment, but um, they have like a three stooges museum. Oh, wow. It's like this random thing. It's called the stoogeum. And um, I don't know. And, and there's little places like little clusters of stuff to do such as, excuse me, uh, Eagles mirror, Pennsylvania, that little tiny baby town has more to do in it (laughs) than like a lot of bigger (laughs) towns have, you know, and there's more stuff up there that's worth doing. Um, I really got an appreciation for it when I went up to the Poconos and I saw how much there was to do up there in the small, relatively small radius. And there's a ton. Wow. And, and I went to the, the town of Milford and, and, you know, I was driving, I was on a, a film and I was driving to see my director. So I was going from Lancaster County to New York City or uh, beyond New York City in upstate New York. And I passed right through Milford and I stopped and I was like, I'm kind of hungry. And we looked around and my wife was with me at the time. And we saw this little place that was selling ice cream. But the cool thing about it is you go up to sell the ice cream and a concert breaks out. Like I, I didn't know that there, there was a concert venue or something. It's just like we sat down, we were eating and then suddenly people start playing and we're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's little surprises like that. You know, it's this little tiny ice cream stand with delicious ice cream, I might say, uh, has, you know, every Friday night they have this um, local, you know, really and really talented musicians playing stuff like that. And I'm it just really opened my eyes to what this state could be. Right. And is that people don't know. Speaking of is. Do we want to get into what is PA Traveler? Go to the website. <laughs> Go to the website. <laughs> the, and the website is? Uh, patraveler.com. There you go. Which is probably where you are watching this right now. So you're already here. <laughs> so, if Or if you're listening to it on another audio streaming service, there is actual video to this. And you can see us make faces and yep. whatnots at each other. <laughs> yep. Us and okay, all so of our what, guests so far, there's video of it on <laughs> patraveler.com. No, a PA uh, traveler is somebody who is kind of unaware of everything that there is to offer in Pennsylvania. Maybe you thought there's nothing to do here, but there is. So <laughs> you are so wrong. Yeah, so a PA traveler <laughs> is somebody who's going to be crossing the state, hopefully with our guidance. Uh, <laughs> and doing lots and lots of stuff, contributing to the local economies, et cetera, et cetera. Um, spread the love to... And I can say for sure, my husband and I met in 2009, got married in 2010. So I've been going to Pennsylvania since 2009, and we still find so many things to do. Like if it's if it's the summer and the kids, you know, are off, my mother-in-law will be like, okay, we have this, 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 and this to do, like what sounds good. And all of it sounds good. That's, that's the problem. There's so many interesting things to do and see 
Well, as you and I have been planning- You got to pick. Yeah. You and I have been planning out episodes, one of which will be Meadville. Yes. And that that little town has enough to do for three whole episodes worth. Yeah. Like we've been really struggling to knock down. Uh, Granted, some places have one or two things to do and that's it. But, you know, you look down the road and you go, okay, this town has this, this town has this, this town has this. That section of Pennsylvania- has enough to fill an entire day or more, you know, right. it, it's just, uh, you're never going to run out. And that's what, and that's what, what we're we, show. Right. And we hope to showcase that it could be a day trip or it could be an entire weekend or like a holiday, you know, where you have four or five days in a row. Yep. It doesn't have to be just, Oh, what's, which what's within an hour, but there's probably a lot to do within an hour of your house that you never would have thought of. Exactly. Yeah, okay. my, like like I was saying about the Holidaysburg pilot that everybody's seen clips of at this point. Um, mm-hmm. My my ninety year old grandma watched uh-huh. watched my episode and said, <laughs> "I didn't know most of that about Holidaysburg." Now we're talking about someone who's lived in Altoona their entire life, and the episode sh- you know shine light on a lot of things for her. The next town over. See, and that's. And that's really cool mm-hmm. that we can show that. Yeah. I just wish I could release the pilot, <laughs> you know, because soon. people have seen soon. so many clips of it, but soon, soon you'll see it. <laughs> yeah, we, we definitely have mapped out the entire first season and we will be getting that underway. Yay. Finally. Right. So, okay. What to you is the ultimate comfort food. When you go to a restaurant and you're like, oh man, I just, I just need something really filling and that's going to make me happy. What do you pick? You can ask any of my teammates, chicken fingers for sure. (laughs) For some reason, every time we have a, a tournament, I have to eat chicken fingers and honey mustard. Oh, I love honey and mustard. Fries. I don't know why. My body, it calls to my body for some reason. Replenish with <laughs> all this all fat and calories. Yum, 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 yum. <laughs> all right. So what are your must-have road trip foods and, and beverages? Um, well, it used to be... Uh, it used to be like Coke Zero or some sort of fizzy uh, deliciousness. And Chex Mix, that's a good road Ooh. snack. Okay. And beef jerky. What about? Oh, beef jerky is good. Yeah. Yes, and that that used to be what I did, and some form of nuts. Hmm. Uh, like a trail mix or uh, just yeah. straight nut? Yeah, trail mix usually, I guess. But it has it has to have nuts. That's usually Thank my you? my travel food, but I need to amend it. <laughs> Because I no longer can tolerate caffeine. Oh, well. After having COVID, I can no longer have caffeine. So it'll be like water. It's basically water or seltzer. Or like water. Something, yeah. It, it was that or, you know, I like Gallagher's iced tea. Oh, yeah. I used to live they on changed that stuff. It. They changed the look. They changed the taste last time. So from last summer to the beginning of March when we went to PA, 
they changed something because now it tastes so much better. Before it had like a really almost chalky kind of like you could taste the, the starch. This I don't know. That's what that's what they put in it. It's it's I'm a big texture guy and mm-hmm. for some reason it was always appealing to drink it. I mean it tasted amazing, but to drink it because it's thicker. It's like I don't know, it's pleasant to the palate for some reason. And I looked on the back and it's starch. Starch is added to because it won't clump. Yeah, I guess. Whatever. And then when I have other teas, it's like, oh, these are too thin after having Gallagher's. So it is a little bit thicker, but whatever they did to change it, it's now amazing. And we buy the great big bottles or if we could find the gallons, we buy the gallons. Yeah, that's that's my ultimate vice. If I had to live off one thing the rest of my life, it would be Gallagher's <laughs> iced tea. But now I can't. So oh. I'll plug it. Womp, though. Womp. Yeah, <laughs> go get go get yourself some Gallagher's if you didn't. uh become caffeine intolerant from COVID. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So if someone texts you or calls you and says, I'll be in town, let's go eat. Do you have like, can you fire off a breakfast, lunch, dinner place? Like, yeah, we're going to go to these places. Of course. So your, your go-tos. Of course. Let's hear them. I mean, where are we talking? Where you tell me like, at, like we come to see you. In your town, like we did a couple weeks ago. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm usually going to Altoona. Okay, then let's talk Altoona. In that in that case. Um, okay, so breakfast. Uh, Greenwood Steakhouse. A steakhouse for breakfast? Yeah, Greenwood Steakhouse in Altoona is where okay. I would take them for breakfast. Um, lunch, JD Thai. Thai food? Yes. I would go to JD oh, Thai. I love Thai food. It's a very interesting story, that guy. He was, <gasps> he was, uh, he didn't want to have another like Thai food, uh, store in like New York or a big city or whatever. So he just got on the highway and drove between Philly and Pittsburgh and he stopped oh, nice. in Altoona and he, and he, re- and he found out that there was no Thai food in anywhere in the vicinity. And there really isn't. That's awesome. There really isn't. So, um, yeah, that's, that's what I would do for lunch. I can't wait to go there. And I'm, it's, I'm it's excited. authentic. It's real. Uh, I'm not sure if he's from there or his family came over, but he's, Hey, as long as it's good. Yeah. He's a cool guy. I've been living in Alabama for two years. I am dying for good Thai food and Chinese food. Well, there you go. Um, and then dinner, I would take them to Mike's Court, like I've talked about on here. Mike's Court is awesome. Okay. And then where would I take them? Like, What about brunch? Would it still be the steakhouse place? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What's brunch? Like breakfast and lunch combined. I know what it is. So you get I know what it is, but it, I, I've never done mimosas. that. I've never done that <laughs> in my entire life. Uh, <laughs> really? Yeah. Dude, we... I'm, I'm a millennial. by Chicago. I'm a millennial that hasn't done that. I've never had avocado toast either. Oh, I love avocados. Me too. Oh, I, <laughs> so, I can't live without avocados. I eat them about six times a week. We have a new niece and 
my sister-in-law sings a song to her because they're the only ones in the household that eat avocados. So it's, we love avocado. So now anytime we eat avocado, we sing that stupid song. <laughs> no, I'm going to sing that stupid song. And I hope our listeners do too. Think of me while you sing it, people. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, avocado. We love avocado. Oh, oh see, I screwed up already. <laughs> <laughs> Were there any That's more okay. questions? It's the remix. From the so my last question oh. is, can you sound like you're from another state, like do regional dialects? Because I know in the first episode, you guys went over things that Pennsylvanians say. And I'm just wondering if you can sound like you're from another state, like, you know, Jersey's right there or like for us no, being in Northwest, not Indiana, really. we do stuff. Not, well, not really, <laughs> except like, um, up in Maine. I mean, everyone's like, go on to Bar Harbor. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I think <laughs> what's, what's Bar Harbor, you know, Bar Harbor. Are you saying so Bar like Harbor? Are you saying Bar Harbor? <laughs> yeah, Bar Harbor. Can't you hear? It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> your khakis and your khakis. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it sounds kind of like Boston accent up there. Other than that, I mean, no, I haven't really tried to uh, imitate any other place without being super like mean on accident i don't think it's mean i think if you could do a good impression they appreciate oh, it i don't try to make it accurate you know it's <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so that's what i got bye habit uh all right that was my last question your last question well yep. viewer if you have any questions you can reach out to us on our uh social medias and like i said at the pa traveler on all of them don't really do too much Twitter right now. We're thinking. We're toying with the idea. Out I think on as Twitter, but I don't know. It's not well, really as, Twitter and material. As, as events come back, we may rev that back up. That's true. You know. Yeah. So. But we got big plans for this website. Um, we wanted to launch it as a place to house our podcast and all that because I just don't want to put them out on YouTube willy nilly or anything like that. And I want everyone to get accustomed to uh, our website because there's going to be a lot of new stuff coming very soon. Yes. Very excited about that. So we're working with coders. Some of us are taking coding classes just in case, (laughs) but don't say so. We both are. We're both, we're both (laughs) taking coding classes. So that's what we're up to. Very busy. So here we go. Here we go, travelers. Yay. All right. Is there anything else you want to add? Uh, just thanks for letting me start co-hosting. And Oh, that was a surprise. I look forward. We weren't. Oh, no. We were supposed to say co-hosting next time. Oh, That's okay. Charlie's it. joining the crew because wow. I was lonely. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> and her husband will be joining us next time, correct? And yes. He's going to discuss steel making. And the steel industry. And the steel industry. So yes. that's something I've always wanted to know about. I'm like, what is all that molten stuff being poured? <laughs> so <laughs> we're going to figure that out. If you have any topics or anything like that, you can also send us a message and just tell us what you want to hear about. 
or yes, any suggestions for places to travel or any people you know that would be really good to have on uh, who can talk about their area. Then oh, yes, definitely. Definitely an open call to anyone with expertise in something Pennsylvania specific. We would love to have you on. Yeah, and we would love to have just hear from you. I mean, don't be rude. You know, supporting <laughs> supporting things would be very nice, but <laughs> pat our egos. But yeah, no, if you have any uh, questions or ideas, please give them to us and we'll incorporate them. We appreciate yep. everybody we'll, for listening. We'll give you a shout out and let your your name be on the podcast and live on the website. There you go. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for both of us. And uh, we'll see you later.